podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another match preview, this time Aston Villa v Norwich. So we're doing something a little bit different this week. We've got a Norwich fan live in our in our homemade studio. I mean, it's not glamorous, but it'll it's do. very homemade. Ollie Baines, one of the biggest Norwich fans I know. First of all, mate, congratulations. We're having big pints for a big Thank achievement. You, mate, what a season. From last year and Daniel Farker coming in to almost championship champions, how does it feel? It's, it, Tom, it's... It's, it's, I'm lost for words. Like, I've run out of superlatives for, for Daniel Farker and for Stuart Webber. And I think what you have to do for this season is look at it in the context of last season. You know, we finished 14th. You've got Madison, Murphy and Gunn, three of our best players, all going in the summer. Then Stuart Webber comes out and says that the club's in a massive financial situation. We're in debt, basically. You've just sold your three best players. Norwich fans are thinking, we're going to go down. So in the context of last season, we've sold those players, we've signed players like Puki, Buendia, Hernandez, Zimmerman, players who no one's actually heard of. Yeah. For then for that to roll out into the season that it has, it's just it's mind blowing. Absolutely mind blowing. And Farker was one of the favourites to, to get cut first first off. You know, he wasn't a particularly popular manager even no. with the Norwich fans last no. year. How has he turned this thing around? I think you have to look at one Daniel Farker's philosophy. And also Stuart Webber, who's backed him up. I think they've got a fantastic relationship and, and it's just been amazing. I think Stuart Webber said, look, in the situation we're in, we can't afford to sack a manager. We can't afford to do that. Wow. So stick with him. And it's, it's paid dividends. Like the, the style of football we play actually has been so much better than any other manager I've seen. Even though in the first season under Farker, we might have been losing games. Mm. But we've bought into it and it's, it's just worked. And what I love about Farker... He's, he's brought in young players, like the Godfreys, the, the Lewises, the Aarons who won the Young Player of the Season, and he's given them, he's blooded them. And it's taken time, but because the Norwich fans have bought into that, it's, it's paid, it's, yeah, it's, it's, been, it's honestly been amazing. Yeah. And do you know what the thing is, right? When, he, when we got him from, from Germany, I, I'm a massive Farker fan, as everyone can tell. Yeah. They parade him around on a horse on the end of the game, and I was Beg him for it after the Blackburn. Yeah. Get the horse, get him on it, let's parade him around Norwich. Still could happen. It still could. I want it to happen, come on. Do you think you're going to be champions? <sighs> Do you know what? My initial reaction was no, but I think since since beating Blackburn, because we've got four draws on the bounce, yeah. obviously we're choking here, um, I think we'll do it. Well, we just need a point against you guys. Yeah. Just a point. And I don't know what your situation is in terms of where you want to finish in the playoffs and how that will affect your performance. Because ideally, where do you... Well, we're, you... we're pretty much guaranteed fifth now. Uh, we could be caught by sixth, but we can't get fourth. So so um, you'll be playing West Brom, although West Brom could. If Leeds lose and West Brom win, fine. they could still okay, swap. Fine. So it's likely that we'll play the Baggies, and uh, I, I'm quite happy with that. So I'm assuming you're there for you're going to rest players? Yes, I would think so. So you've got Jed Steer, goalkeeper who picked former up... Norwich. Former Norwich. Former Norwich, indeed, player. yeah, who, who picked up a bit of an injury against Leeds... Uh, you've got John McGinn, who's on 14 bookings, so he's not going to play. Yeah, so there's no way he'll play. So if he gets booked, he misses three games. Okay, <laughs> no way he's, he's out. <laughs> Tammy Abraham's still out. Jonathan Codger carrying a slight knock, mm. so he'll probably be rested. There's talk of Tyrone Mings as well. He was struggling right. at the end. So I think it's going to be quite a different team. In that respect, then, if we just need a point, I think Farker, I think, you know, after, after the Blackburn result, 
for the first time this season, he, could, he said we can rest, we can enjoy a beer or two. But I think now they'll come back and be like, we, we want to be champions. What? For Sheffield United to be champions, they've had an amazing season, but I don't think they've been top for long enough to, to deserve it. I would be gutted if they took it from us. I wanted to talk to you about that whole having a beer now because you're up thing. Did you see the video of Chris Wilder coming out? I of did. The... <laughs> so Sheffield United singing songs yeah. and absolutely battered. Yeah. Doesn't seem like Norwich have, have done that yet. And to me, it's kind of like, why don't you just do that at the end of the season? Yeah. You're so close there. Yeah, there definitely were a few beers flying around. And there, there was some like uh, behind-the-scenes stuff, and there definitely was a few beers. Right. But I think Farker, throughout the season, he's he's kept the players on side. He said, we, you know, we're not going to celebrate this right now. It, mm. It's all about the end of the season. And there was amazing pictures of, of kind of the... The, the touch on the dugout when the full you know the full time whistle went everyone ran on the pitch but you just saw Daniel Farker with his eyes closed just this like punch you could just see he was inside just absolutely delighted that he had done this and credit to him I mean it's almost mission impossible that he's made possible I was going to say the players that. that he's got he's got the best out of them I think we've got the youngest we've got the, the least experience in the whole in the whole um, league like the youngest squad, and he's just made these players believe in themselves, and that's what it is. It's an unbelievable achievement. You look at, at him and Chris Wilder, and, and obviously Dean Smith as well, you mm. can put in that category to go on that run and make this even possible, because we're, mm. we're 15th in February, you know, and now now we're arguably the most informed team in the playoffs. Ten, ten wins in 10. Yep. Now unbeaten in 12. Yeah. And then we were unbeaten in, like, I think, 13 or 14. So yeah. I know there's not much riding on this final game, but then in so many respects there are, because we want to be champions. Yeah. You obviously may want to kind of pick and choose who you want to get. So as much as it's kind of like a, it doesn't really matter, there is an edge to this game, sure. which I'm looking forward to. Yeah, yeah. So talk me through your you, what you see as a starting eleven for Sunday. For Sunday, I don't think we'll change too much. Right. I, I'm going to see Tim Krull um, in goal. I mean, when he signed on the free transfer... Do you know what? Norwich have had a really good period of time of signing good keepers. You know, Angus Gunn was our last one, and, and when he went, everyone was gutted. We knew we couldn't keep Angus Gunn, but to get Krull in there, um, he had a dodgy start. Really, really dodgy start, but he's been amazing. Um, I'm seeing Max Ahrens and Jamal Lewis, the fullback, still playing. Um, whether they'll change it up and send it back, I don't know, but I think Christoph Zimmerman and Ben Godfrey have been solid this season. Mm. I mean, they started... The beginning of the campaign on the bench. Mm. We had Tim Closer and Grant Hanley in there, but they've just overtaken them and they've been amazing. So they'll definitely start. The middle will be interesting. I think Tom Tribal's been out. You might see Alex Tetty. Now, blast from the past? Blast from the past. <laughs> I th do you know what? This could be a farewell for Tetty. Right. I feel like he might. He may play as like a, as a cheerio. I'm, I know every Norwich fan loves Alex Tetty, but you know, he's not, he's, he's gone past his best. So I would like to see Alex start, maybe alongside um, Mario Francic, who scored that worldie against, you see it? Yeah, yeah. Top bins, maybe him. Um, and then we've got Stieperman, you've got Buendia and Hernandez, and obviously Puki up top. I mean, that four has just been formidable. How, how many of these players stay for the Premier League season? And how do you fancy your chances in the Premier League? I'm thinking all of them staying, pretty right. much all of them. I think because of our financial situation, which yeah. Stuart Webber is very clearly outlined, is very bleak. Yeah. If we hadn't gone up this season, it would have been dire. Like we would have been, I don't know what we're bordering on, but it's not a good situation. So I'm thinking the plan is to, to keep this body of players who are obviously on a high. Um, I think there's one or two who will stand up for it, like Emmy Buendia. I think mm. he is already a Premier League player. I think we'll definitely 
buy in some, some talent, but we won't change our scouting philosophy, which will be to dip into Germany, dip into Argentina, go into those European, European leagues. And Stuart Webb was interesting, actually, because he, he said, you know, we could spend 100 mil, still get relegated, but why would you want to sign Our someone? Fellow. Exactly. And why would you want to sign a player who's just been relegated, been used to losing mm-hmm. 20, 30 games a season? Why would you not want to buy someone who's ready, who's young, who's pumped up, who wants to give that all for the club oh. on a high? Yeah, we've got the same same system. You know, you've got Christian Perslow in there who's who's done the business mm. at, at, at Liverpool, at Chelsea. He, he, he knows these big clubs. And he said... Um, we're not going to buy old players like yeah. we've done in the past so often. You want the young, hungry players that, that want to prove exactly. themselves, not just let's pick up a payday. Exactly, and I think that's the philosophy that Daniel Farker's very much kind of you know put, put in place at Norwich, and that's by blooding those 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 youngsters from day dot. And you know, if we hadn't got promoted, the likes of Ben Godfrey, Jamal Lewis, uh, Max Ahrens would have been sold mm. just like James Madison, twenty thirty million, just just to keep us afloat. Mm. So. If if we don't get if we weren't promoted, you make a lot of money just to keep your heads above water. Yeah. But thankfully, we've got promoted. You know their their you know transfer fee has gone up by you know twenty thirty million in the same breath. So it's an exciting time to be a Norwich fan at the moment. Yeah, you and I have talked a lot through this season about the Grealish v Buendia. <laughs> I knew this is coming. Debate, up. right? I knew this is coming up. You're a huge Buendia fan. What what can you tell Villa fans about his his strengths and his dangers? Emi Buendia, where do you start? Number one, he looks like a number 10. You know, he just looked like a number 10. Like, Jack Grealish looks like... Is he number 10? He's more of an eight now. Okay, okay. But, like, Emi Buendia, he's got the haircut. Smaller guy. He's he's left foot, right foot. His touch, his guile, his his agility. When he's on the ball, Norwich fans, you're up on your... You know, you're up from your seat. You know something's going to happen. And I think there's some crazy stat that... Norwich have won like 20, 26, 27 games a season. He hasn't, when he hasn't played, we haven't won. Really? Yeah. He, he just creates chances. He, he creates, he's the first in like creating chances, most dribbles, most fouled. He's just an exciting player. He's our Jack Grealish. Yeah. Better version of Jack Grealish. <laughs> wow. Uh, Remember your audience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, I'll let you decide on, yeah. on Sunday. But, um, Emmy Buendia, Premier League quality already. Do you, it, are people sniffing around him, or do you think now that you've gone up, he'll stay? Oh, he'll, I think he'll give us at least a season. Yeah. Um, I think that's the hope for Farker and for Weber. I think he's a massive prize asset for Norwich, and if we can hold on to him, you know, it'd be amazing. I think give us one season, Emmy, and then you can go <laughs> and do what you want. And I want to, I want to see him go to the highest level because he deserves it. Yeah. Um, but I would love. He's on new Madison. Right. We put so much emphasis on James Madison last season. And he scored all the goals, made all the assists, but we finished 14. Yeah. Emmy Buendia, him and Stieperman have just shared that load, but Buendia for me, touch class. Nice. So we've talked about the Norwich team that we think we're going to line up with against. The Villa team for me, if, if, we, if Jed Steer, still unknown whether he's going to play or not because of injury, so it'll be the young Sarkic in goal if, uh, if he doesn't play. I'd like to see Sarkic play because he hasn't played a minute of... Uh, well, he hasn't played. Uh, no. So if... Um, if the worst was to happen and Steers out of the playoffs, we need to give this young blood a, a little bit of time because, if, I mean, even if he, even if he's not called upon in the playoffs, mm. he needs some he needs some first team football. Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise, how do you who's ever get that experience? Uh, we've got Mark Bunn, former Norwich, former Norwich. Love you see all our guys. Yeah, I know, right? Um, I feel like he's played this season. He has played. So we we've used five goalkeepers this season. Kalinic, oh, yeah. Nealand, both injured. Okay. So they'd be the it'd be Kalinic. 
Steer, Nealand, probably okay. the three. Right. But, but we've had serious injuries and all sorts of problems. Mm. So I think probably Steer stays in goal. Um, El Mahamedi, Axel Twanzebe. I'm leaning towards Ming still playing because I think Dean oh, Smith's gone. He has been an absolute rock. Credit, like, obviously, exit switch. Yeah, but I was going to say to him. I know he had the stamp on, on uh, you know, Nelson Oliveira, but... Yeah. Um, Mate, he's been, he's been a man mountain for you guys. As almost Granted. as as important as Grealish. Would you say? Yeah, he like he came in at a time where we were in complete disarray, and without Mings's leadership and without his just his, I mean, he is a man mountain. Yeah. He is a rock at the back, and he has been so important. But would you say that he is a, like a high end championship player? No, I think he's. A, think I, he I think is? Bournemouth will take him back. You reckon? And okay. and he'll play next year. Yeah, um, and I really hope he plays for Villa, but. I don't you see don't. Bournemouth letting, letting him go. Uh, Neil Taylor at fullback. Neil Taylor, who almost got his first career goal against Leeds. I he saw this. He, he, was, he, was, he was a keeper, wasn't he? And Adoma was wouldn't let him have it. Harsh, man. And then you've got John McGinn out uh, on 14 bookings. for us. So it'll great be, yeah, great. great really, player. really good find. Two, two and a half mil. Um, so it'll, it looks like it'll be Glenn Whelan, uh, Jack Grealish, though, I'd be inclined to possibly rest him. You're going to start? I think he'll... Yeah, I was speaking to Dan last night on the podcast. Dan thinks he'll start. I've kind of come round to that. Yeah. Um, so about 60 minutes or something. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, but he had a tough game against Leeds. They hit him hard and often. Most foul play in the championship. Yeah, second year. Yeah. And he missed three months. So That says a lot. It does. He's... That's a lot. he's I think the most important stat is... I think he's been fouled 149 times and zero times he's been done for diving. I think... Lots of lots of rival fans get annoyed at Grealish because he's on the floor a lot and he does go down a lot. But mm. he, he gets hit an yeah. awful lot. It's yeah. a tough old game for Grealish. Um, so yeah, I think it'll probably be Whelan, um, uh, Grealish in the middle, um, as well as I'm kind of wondering like Conor Hurahan should start. There was rumours that he might get banned for his. In- I saw it, how. He- so he's he got, went hard. He's got away with that one, I think, because he he should be sorted by now. Like if they, if they, if I think it has. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's not getting okay. it done. So I think it'll probably be Hurahan, though. I wouldn't be surprised if Bjarnason or maybe Henry Lansbury. What's feature. happened to What's happened to those two? Bjarnason was kind <laughs> of in Steve Bruce's side. And then Lansbury, I just haven't, in former Norris, but I haven't seen him at all. Yeah, Lansbury's been played with injuries, and then when he gets fit, he just can't get in the team. Okay. There's too many people ahead of him. Bjarnason's played some really nice football and then had some dreadful games yeah, as well. Most of the times I've seen him, it's not been good. No, I've never really got into the Bjarnason full-on camp. Dan is, it, is there a, a big fan, like, fan group of him? Oh, well, he's such a beautiful man. It's easy to get it's the, the hair, isn't it? It's the Ice, Icelandic he's got, he's got He's got the look, but he's... For me, he's not done enough to, to prove himself as a starter. No. But we might see him on, on Sunday. And M- Amwa El Ghazi, who got sent off, that's been rescinded. rescinded. So I think he'll sense. probably play Andre Green. And I'd like to see Keenan Davis up front, the young young forward, uh, instead of Codger. Rest Codger. Um, and give, again, a bit like Sarkic, give Davis the minutes. Yeah. Because he needs, he needs to practice. And he's a great young talent. Yeah. He just needs to add a few goals to his game and he could be a real handful. Because Tammy Abraham has been the man for you guys, isn't he? Yeah, Tammy Abraham was at the PFA Player Awards last night, not wearing a sling, which was good. I think he'll be back for the playoff first leg, which is very exciting because we need him full firing. Because he's 25 goals, uh, first player since up. 77 to, to do that since Andy Gray. Wow. So, for, 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 for Villa anyway. So... 
massively important. He's had a great season. He links up so well with Grealish. We'll miss him. But like we kind of talked about, this game, it's a bit of a dead rubber. It doesn't really matter. No. Um, I think both sides will take a draw. Is that fair? I think for us, we just need a point to be champions. Yeah. For you guys, it doesn't make so much of a difference. I'd, I'd take a point right now. So it, what's your score prediction going to be? I'm going to say, on that note, 1-1. I think a steep own goal. Um, and I don't know. Taylor. He's going to get his goal. Oh, Last Taylor, game of the nice. season. He's going to come up for a corner. Rogue. Put your money on that. Top bins. Goodness me. I'm going to go... I'm going to go 2-1 Villa. I think Norwich are going to take their foot right off the gas. Be a few players wanted to prove themselves for the playoffs. I'd like Andre Green to get the first goal because yeah. I just think he's been such a tricky player. He deserves a goal as well. Um, yeah, Pookie to equalise, but then maybe a Conor Hurahan uh, finish the win. Yeah, it's, it's, there's, there's a lot to talk about this team. Uh, I, I, feel, I feel pleased that it's Norwich, especially after Sunday, I feel pleased that it's Norwich and Sheffield United going up. And... Uh, we've kind of said it all season, Leeds don't worry so much because they've been so ready they're, to go up. I th they've, they've lost their head. Yeah. They've absolutely lost their head. I watched the Brentford game and Brentford just run rings around them. Yeah. And I was like, they've absolutely bottled it. They were up there. We beat them 3-1 three, three on their patch and that was the moment I realised that we were going we, we to go up. Yeah. And that was a few months ago. And just since then, like their, their, their last run-in, I think Chris Wilder talked about it today, Everyone wanted Leeds to go up. No one wanted Sheffield United. In the last 10 games, Sheffield United have lost, or lost one or, or drawn one to Millwall yeah. last minute. But since then, like, Leeds have just... Leeds have lost, lost seven. Seven, yeah, yeah, in the last... Few I think years. since since either February or Christmas. It's one unbelievable. That's not promotion form. So they're, they're, they're bottlers. And they've done Absolutely. it before. They did it last year uh, under Monk. And, you know, 15 years in the championship for Leeds. Exactly. I just feel like the game against Villa just epitomised what is happening. Mm. They just look like they're just so... Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, and they've been rattled. Absolutely mm. rattled. So I think it's a good time to play Leeds. Anyone who gets them in the playoffs, I think they're, they're probably favourites to do them. Who do you think is going to be the final team in the playoffs? So you're even not even looking that yeah, far yeah, down. Yeah, um, You've got Derby, Bristol City... I think Borough are kind of like still yeah just about I, I would like to see Derby in there mm. um, man, the playoffs this year I was just so happy we avoided it yeah. I just didn't want to like bottle it last minute because it's so tight yeah. I think West Brom and Villa for me are the two that would would go far Leeds I think they've completely gone their head's gone Frank Lampard it'd be nice to see Frank Lampard <laughs> I'm a big Frank Lampard fan get him in the playoffs give him that chance yeah I think you know they've got some great Harry Wilson what a player. Frank Lampard beat John Terry in the final. Could you imagine? <laughs> well, what a we, game. we can only dare to dream <laughs> at the moment. Ollie, thank you so much for joining us. Mm -hmm. This has been a bit of a different preview this time. If you've liked it, uh, let us know in the comments. Maybe this is something we could do, get, get other fans on next year for, for a little bit more insight into, into the other team. Uh, make sure you're liking, subscribing. The podcast is out now as well, so check that out. Uh, and... All that's left to be said is, for the last time in the league, at least this year, up the villa. Sports Social Podcast Network.